Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, Can a Player Play in the Building. This is your boy, K. Diddy's Licks of Love. Pretty Tony, what is today? What today is? Well, today is the day that we want to give a big star studded salute to the fathers of the world. We're talking about not the sperm donors, not the brother who only call you when he want to start some mess. I'm on my kid and ain't bought no diapers. Not the brother who has let a trifling woman come between him and his children. I'm talking about the brothers who have stood tall through it all and decided F the BS. Uh-huh. It is one of it is one of the most underappreciated, underrewarded jobs, but we do what we must. So fathers of the world, grandfathers, uncles who have played daddy, stepdaddies, you know what I mean? Everybody who has stepped up to the plate. We salute you, sir. Yes, we do. We salute you. So we want to welcome everybody to the show. You know how we do every Sunday. We come through here trying to stir up a little bit of controversy, provoke a little bit of thought, give a few jokes, but we're talking about real-life situations. For all the baby daddies who can't see their kids today, you know, do what you need to do, brother. Anger is not going to get the child back. Try the legal route. Busting out the windows, stabbing tires, threatening, arguing with the new man, Ain't going to get the child where they need to be, and that child needs you. Put your ego aside, sir, and stand up for the kids today. That's what we're talking about. Kay Dizzle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm trying to find out. I'm just trying to find out. I'm just trying to find out because every Mother's Day, man, I don't care what highway you go down, boy, there's some flowers and a stand on every corner, man. But I just want to know how come we don't get that same love, dude. Absolutely, and and that is why earlier I said it is one of the most underappreciated jobs. It really is. You're right. The flower shops got the big signs, come get your Mother's Day this. Everybody got their little hustle selling the balloons for Mother's Day. What's popping for Father's Day? Nothing. Some of us lucky if we even get a phone call from our grown-ass kids. But let something go wrong. The first person on our daddy, daddy, answer the phone, please. But, you know what I mean, we're going to start some ish today because we are underappreciated. You know what I mean? We are. They, they treat us as though we're undervalued, but our broad-ass shoulders, and I, I, and I want to make sure I say this, K-Biddy, I'm not talking to you Negroes out there who are sometimes dads. I'm not talking to you brothers who, when it's convenient for you, you're a dad. I'm not talking about, you know, when your baby mom, your new baby mama allow you to see your kid dads. I'm talking about the brothers who grab their balls and be like, looky here, these are my kids, and I don't care nothing what you're talking about. I'm not trying to hear nothing you got to say. These are my children. You know, I don't think we get everybody always want to talk about deadbeat dads, deadbeat dads, and they are real, and they get no love over here in Can a Player Play. You understand what I'm saying? Every time you call talking about your kids, but when you get to the apartment, it's all about her. I thought you came to see Junior. No, nah, baby, I just came to see if I could get some. 
Your deposit has been rejected. Now we talking about we talking about the dads that do all the right things and be child paying child support and still can't see their kids. We talking about them dads. Yeah, we riding for y'all today, fellas. I know today you feel underappreciated. You know, child support then took your little money, but you can't see your little man or your little girl, and you you hotter than fish grease right now, and ain't nobody ever patted you on the back and be like. Good job, dog. So here on Can a Player Play today, today's about y'all and yeah, the other brothers they, that get disrespected. They done messed it with the dude's license, his driving license. He can't even get to a job. Real talk. And also, the other set of brothers I want to give some love to, to the other stepfathers, the brothers who done stepped in and you done put your shoulders to the wheel to raise this child and... You done. You had to endure a little bit of disrespect, but you still stood, stood tall, and you're like, I'm going to take care of these kids. I ain't talking about you brothers who you get with the woman, and every time you mad, the first thing out your mouth is, they ain't my kids. Now, nah, man, we got to give much. We got to give double or extra, extra whoop whoop to the stepfathers, dude, because they, they not only step up for the real father, they step up above and beyond because it take a real man to, to, to love something that's not of his and, and do for them and be for them with taking a chance that that child may grow up and have respect and love and appreciation for this man, and they can grow up not giving a damn about this man. So it's still, we're going to get that man right there, a double up. But before we go any further, Tony, I think we got uh, our other stepbrothers that's right just rolled up, but let's see if this is him. Joe, Joe, that's you? It's gentrification time. There go the neighborhood. There goes again. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. The man who ain't afraid of controversy, ready to not only throw the grenade, he ready to stand on it. Joe from yes, Montana. Hello, guys. How you doing? We we good. Well, I think I, I, I think Joe boy got some uh, 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 super platinum, double diamond, petroleum lace feet because he stand on all the grenades and he's still alive. He got that right. <laughs> Shit, I've been talking my mouth all about this uh, male fa- female relationship for over twenty years. I didn't know I was talking all that long. I did it back in college. I had um, there was a speech class, and that was the first time I did it publicly. I talked about uh, double standards and stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I know you probably got a mouthful today as we are, we're talking about the fathers that are underappreciated. Um, you know what I mean? We don't get, they don't represent us the way we should be represented. They don't appreciate the way we should be appreciated. But at the same time, when the SHIT hit the fan, who's the first one they're throwing on the front line? Mm-hmm. The father. That's right. It's the testosterone wearer, isn't he? He's the one. He's the one that gets the blame, and he's the one that gets um, the pointers. Uh, you know, point the fingers pointed at, and he's the first one that the women go to for help. That no good son of a where is he? I need him. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, Diddy was talking about stepfathers too. I, you know, stepfathers deserve a hell of a lot of uh, congratulations on today. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And a lot of time, us brothers are guilty of not giving stepfathers the accolade that they deserve 
for stepping in and doing what's supposed to be done, whether you're around or you're not around. And a stepfather is stepping in to make sure your child stays on a positive course and they nurture and nature them and help them giddy up and get along. So stepfathers, like K. Diddy said, we're giving you all a double dose of love today. That's the good stepfathers out there. But, you know, we all, we're spreading the love around a little bit today. But we're still going to start talk some ish just a little bit. We're just going to start a little bit of ish because it's what we're doing, can a play a play. Because a lot of you women out there, rather than give a father the chance to be a father, you done lined up four different stepdaddies and got our babies calling them daddy. Hey, hey, hey. Daddy right here. Not, not to interject, but that was just funny. How how are they so quick to tell you what kind of father? You ain't no good father. When was the last time they was a father? And if you look back at some of them, they ain't really had a decent father. Oh, my brother. So you have jumped right on the grenade with me. I appreciate that. Normally you're too busy throwing me on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> So hold on, let me give you your accolades, sir. In this battle, you have stepped to the front line with me and did not throw me under the bus, sir, and I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, well, that's because today is our day, you know what I'm saying? Now, any other day, we got to be equal opportunity, not, uh, you know, we got to be, you know what I'm trying to say, with all the ladies yes. on the show and all our listeners and stuff like that. But today is our day. So we venting. Is it okay if we vent a little bit, gentlemen? Is right. it okay? Because I'm still pissed off because we ain't got no cigar stands on every corner or fish stands on every corner or whatever the dude may be into on every corner. But every corner, they got candies and flowers and all that stuff on Mother's Day. I'm still pissed off about that because I want my equal respect. Ain't your damn skippy. And if you have earned a seat, stripes are earned and not given. And if you have earned them stripes, sir, your damn skippy you need to be. We need to start a peti- with a petition. Joe knows all the legal ramifications, so we need to start a petition for Father's Day to get some damn more respect around here. Mm. Did you know that the poll, the uh, Rasmussen poll I read today, uh, they asked, um, what do you think about Father's Day? How do you rank it up there with the holidays? 17% of people who were polled said Father's Day was an important holiday. Seventeen. Seventeen percent. Yep. Wow. And the blast of disrespect continues, doesn't it? Gentlemen, I think somebody else want to join us. Let me see who this might be. Let me check up on that uh, statistic, too. 702, you're home. Oh, God. Hi, gentlemen. I just called to wish you guys a happy Father's Day. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I just want to wish all the fathers taking care of the kids and the stepkids a happy Father's Day. I'm not starting up, bitch. Just want to say that. And you oh, guys have a wonderful day. Well, you certainly, certainly appreciate it. And uh, you can put your defense down. We wasn't going to thank you for trying to start nothing. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, please stay up. Thanks, anyway, gentlemen, have a good day. Oh, you leaving? Oh, okay. Anyway, so to all the good men, 
taking care of their business. Happy Father's Day. That's going out to all your listeners. And a pretty Tony and K Diddy and Joe. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right, all right. We'll take that. We we're getting some love. We'll take it. Uh, oh oh right. no, let's let's see who else we got here. Uh, I bet it's another seven oh two. Well well no, well no. kinda of play a play. Oh. Ah, okay. Liberal one forty one. Hey. Hello. Hey, 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 hey Joe. How are hey, you? Hey Stanley, what's up? Hey, happy Father's Day for everybody. Happy Father's Day to the man that decided to have a to have to become fathers with women that really are worth it. To the fathers that are making a difference and teaching their sons the truth about women, not totally telling them that they're the princess and they deserve everything. To the fathers that's teaching, they're showing example to their sons that happy wife, happy life is not true. To the fathers who are teaching their sons that your own integrity is the most important thing and your own happiness is the most important thing. Happy Father's Day. Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, man. That was the first first real Happy Father's Day to me that somebody really said to me. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. And, you, and, 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 and it's funny because I was going to get into that as the show went on. That's one of the things I wanted to discuss as fathers, you know, especially with our daughters. One of the most important things we have to do is show them what true love is, but we also have to teach them balance. We also, you know, you give to them, show what unconditional love shows to them, but at the same time, that, that princess mentality is something that you teach when they're young, but as they get older, you have to teach them the, the, the balance, and I think that's where a lot of fathers are failing in our dealings with our daughters is we, we didn't teach them balance. And I'm, I'm going to step up to the plate and say that due to my own issues, my first daughter was not taught balance. I was too busy giving her everything that I never had because I didn't have balance. She didn't grow up with the balance that I should have given to her, and I identify that now. And so now with my young daughters, I'm making sure and showing that I'm teaching them balance and responsibility because when we grow these little girls up into women and they don't understand the concept of give and take and they don't understand just balancing things out, that's when we have these um, I listened to a song. I want to make sure that I give this young lady her credit because I listened to her song about two weeks ago, ten times. Her, um, she's an artist named Dynasty. She said that's when we have grown women crying, little girl tears, when a father does not do his job. Our job doesn't come with a lot of accolades, yeah. but it is our job nonetheless. I agree with you. You understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and onto our sons, we also have to teach our sons more balance. Not only our daughters, we also need to teach our sons balance. Yes. It's not always about, we you know, we see our daughters talking to a little boy, we call her fast, but we see our son talking to multiple women, and we tapping and giving him high fives. We're not teaching him how to respect. 
even if you're going to be a player, teach him how to be a player because it has rules. So we also have to teach our sons balance. It is very important, ladies and gentlemen, that we grab hold of... Go ahead. I think it's the foundation. It is the all comes to that. I think the father makes so much a difference for the boys because too many men or boys didn't have a father telling them the truth about the situation that a woman could bring to a man. When a man is a real man and got teached by a father to respect himself and to respect women who deserve the respect, he will not accept single motherhood. He will not accept baby drama. He will not accept drama from any woman. He will come to a woman with, with, with the utmost confidence on himself and say to a woman, no, you're not going to treat me that way. I'm going to treat you well. And you, if you, as a woman, decide not to treat me well, you are gone. Yes, and sir. I, I, um, what's your name? I, I, Joe Wallace shouts you out. That's Stanley. My man. That's Stanley? Mm-hmm. Stanley, I want you to say that again. Because two men of our business don't understand that concept right there. So the floor is yours again, brother. Please repeat that. The, the, the thing that men need to know, that father needs to teach their son is respecting themselves and loving themselves so much that they think they're of themselves as a temple and not accepting any woman in this world putting them down and any woman telling them they're not worth it. That means not accepting baby drama. That means not accepting a woman disrespecting them. That means coming to a woman with the utmost not arrogance but confidence of themselves and saying to that woman, no, you will not treat me that way. No, you will not give me ultimatum to marry you if I don't feel like it. No, you will not force me to become a father if I don't want you. No. It sounds like the foundation of theology. Yeah, you don't say that was going to be the next shameless plug. That was good. Thank you, Joe. I greatly appreciate that. That was going to be the next shameless plug right there. That is the foundation of playerology is the concept of reciprocation and understanding that drama is kept to a minimal over here on this side of the fence. So a lot of us engage in these volatile Man, y'all are so on cue today. Y'all are just leading me point after point of things that I was going to talk about today. I want to take a quick sidebar and talk about this young lady who just ran over her boyfriend because he broke her iPhone. Can I interrupt for a second, um, Tony? Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, brother. Your chat isn't open, and are we only on for 60 minutes again today? I'm blaming that on K. Diddy. Oh, oh wow. did he? Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh, I just wow. threw him under the bus. I okay. just threw him under <laughs> the bus. The love fest is over. <laughs> the love fest is over. Wow! Oh, that's what you were wowed about, huh, Diddy? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no chat room, and we're missing a half an hour today, yeah. huh? Okay. Well, you know, I think you can extend it. I think you still have time to extend it, but. Um, I don't know how to do it. Okay, did he? Well, it is, huh? Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he, uh... Who he? Anyway. 
Ladies and gentlemen, an orgasm, the tip of our dicks, and the throb of a clit is not worth the destruction of a child's self-esteem and future based upon your ill-equipped and ill-advised decisions. We have got to make better decisions as they pertain to our children. For when we chose to have them, Whatever the circumstance is, they took priority over some, not all, some of our needs and wants. You had a simple choice to make. You could have swallowed. You could have wore a condom. Used a sponge. Whatever it is you could have done if you weren't ready to sacrifice for the nature of raising a child or children is that a certain amount of sacrifice of self is required. And I am on my pulpit today because I am a child advocate. I don't believe in the people who will, you know, they use the excuse, well, I didn't know. Well, you should have started to know. We all have choices to make. There are many days as I look at my baby girl and they require things of me, I don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't feel like giving a hug. Sometimes I'm in a bad mood. Daddy's hustle didn't go right. But I look at this sweet, innocent child and she, her eyes are looking up at me and I'm like, what is it she requires? And I give it to her. Nobody speaks truth like that. And that is one of the truths that I tell you about myself. That's what a real parent does. There are times when she wants a book read to her. Lord knows I don't feel like reading the book. I don't want to read the book. But I set myself aside for the benefit of that child. That is what role we are assigned these children. Whatever universal entity you believe in, whether you think of it in any way. Maybe you don't believe in a universal entity, but you are the vessel that the child came through, and you are the vessel that the child came out of. That means that is a responsibility given you. So in your moment of passion and lust, if this was a one-night stand, and now you're pregnant and I have to deal with you and I can't stand you, we were drunk at the club, and we were supposed to just hit it and quit it. But here we stand in court talking about child support. A condom could have stopped that. Yeah. So, 30 so, seconds. So, 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 if you're so, professional, yes. This, this young boy got killed because his girlfriend was mad because he destroyed his, the eyeful of the woman, of his girlfriend? Yes. Yes. Where was, I would bet you to know that this young boy didn't have a father who told him, you should have extreme low tolerance. That means don't accept a woman who, I'm sure there was many signs that this woman, like you said, was aggressive, was not good for him, but nobody, if he would have had a real father, who would have told him the real truth, he would have been alive right now. He should have been the man, he should have man enough to say to this woman, no way you're going to go there. No way I'm going to let you control my life. 
but if no father has teach that to his son, the low tolerance part, do not be surprised that I am not surprised this young boy, like you said, is gone. Yes, sir, on a permanent vacation, and we want to send our condolences out to his family, and by no means are we making light of his death or his situation, but wow. I listened to the things that his family had to say, and the red flags were flying left, right, so and how come when the red flag was young. flying left and right that nobody said to this young boy, you need to not be with this woman, period? Well, because in our society, men are taught tolerate, tolerate, tolerate. Exactly, Joe. And that's the problem, Joe. Yeah, it is. Because, and I have no problem with daddies uh, treating their little girls like little princesses, as long as, uh, as Tony was saying, is balanced. That little princess realizes she's going to be treated as a princess by the family only. And she has no right no sense of entitlement to be treated that way by the outside world. The girl took this boy's life because I feel pretty sure, in my opinion, that she felt she can get away with it. Why? Because she's a girl. In today's society, you still can get away with murder. I agree with you, Joe. Big golden grenade. Big golden grenade that Joe is not afraid to love. None. I hope these, all the 702s and the 310s get on this line today. This is Father's Day. Get on the line today and show me some crap about how, well, you don't know what it's like to be a mama. Go F your mama. This is Father's Day today, Stepfather's Day, Uncle's Day today. This is the role for the men who have uh, stepped in where you as women have abdicated your responsibilities. So go uh, yourself. No. Yeah, this, and I, I agree is, with you. This, hey, this is this is that this is that day that where we get credit when we damned if we do and we damned if we don't that we get no credit for anyway. But but it's not a question of credit. It is a question that if as a father, and let's say you are married or you get a beautiful woman in your life, it is your duty to do that. Tell the truth to your son or your daughter, mm-hmm. or look mm-hmm. what happened if you don't. If you do not teach your son to have very low tolerance for a woman, the guy, your your son could be called to go in prison because of a woman, could get killed because of a woman, could be accused of rape because of a woman, could have many things. It is the father's duty to really protect his son and tell him the truth. And it is the father's duty to tell the truth also to his daughter so she will not get hit by a man, will not get raped by a man, will not come up with things to do. I became a single mother because I don't know what I was doing, and things like that. It is the father's duty to tell the truth to the woman, to his daughter, so she could be prepared, and she could say to a man when he hits her, or he's not the proper man for her, no, you're not, I'm not going to sleep with you. No, I will not, you hit me once, it's over. Yeah. Right. No, and, and a couple of weeks ago, I got some emails from one or two people, not a lot, when the gold digger came on. Mm-hmm. And I told people I respected the gold digger, and some people weren't comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I respected the gold digger because she did not hide who she was. So I, mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I agree she with gave you. Mm-hmm. you. I agree with you. She, yes. She, did, she she gave you the option of dealing 
are not dealing. Exactly. She'll let you and know. Right. I don't think that she's um, equipped herself to find happiness, but she is being upfront about who she is. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and if as a man you're stupid enough to date that woman <laughs> and to do something with that woman, do not come back to us, real man, and say, oh, I'm going out with a gold digger. When you knew she was a gold That's digger nice. and you knew she loved you for your money. That's it. That's your responsibility as a man. That's you right. accepted that thing. You said it was okay as a human. Yep. Gentlemen, I could not have said it better myself. I completely agree with everything just said. So we're going to keep the love fest going. I know this K. Diddy is over there kind of quiet. You can lick the stuff. Why you say that? Well, because I haven't heard your voice, my esteemed colleague. I've been listening to Stanley And I've been listening to Joe and, and everything has been on point today Because like I said earlier in the show We can do no wrong Today regardless So oh. I want to um, masturbate um, okay, You're going to have to Take care of Well the... first of all I mean that 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 could be Okay as long as the visual Two way out of pocket, but then uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we, 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 gentlemen, we, we have got to maintain a civil decorum here, sir. And you're encouraging lewd behavior, K. Diddy. You're going to have to monitor the controls a little bit better. Well, uh, no, you got no. We have to. We have to understand what the gift is before we deny it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this sort of like when you said you were going to the strip club for research, sir? Oh, uh, you bring that one up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't be too quick to say no these days. You know what I mean? You got you to at least hear what a person says. Then you got all the time in the world to say no, but at least you got to hear what they're saying. You know what I mean? It Just to be, be polite, right? It might be a visual that uh, we could, uh, you know, capitalize on. Oh, man, yeah, female masturbation, man. That's a good visual for me. You know? <laughs> I'm a, hey, hey, look, uh, 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 I'm a business man. <laughs> yeah. You, your business and your academic career are one and the same, huh? <laughs> oh, Y'all are on a roll today. Is it, <laughs> is it fair to say you gentlemen are taking full advantage of, of, of Father's Day? Oh, well, you don't get many other days, like we're saying, man. We're kind of un- unappreciative, overworked, underpaid most of the other days. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, can we at least enjoy today in, in, in full fashion without having to... Uh, uh, not feel guilty. Get, help me out here, Joe. Not feel apologize. guilty. But feel like apologize. But we got to apologize for something that you say because somebody else might feel like you hurt their feelings. Now you got to worry about walking around with eggshells. You can't mm-hmm. be the hell the hell you are. Yeah, but don't it. you think? Don't you think that especially in Father's Day that we as men have to start teaching other men to respect themselves, to love them, and not accept the crap of other women? Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Oh, every year I hear what you're saying. I do what you just said. It's the only way we can say that. Don't you think that as a man, you have to say, you know what? It's not giving you the 
power woman. It's over. We're going to get the power that we need, and you're going to get the power that you need as a woman, and you're going to take responsibility for whatever action that you do. If you do wrong as a woman, we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to excuse it. You do wrong, you nag a man, or you put him down, or you play a game of not giving him sex, do not be surprised that that man's going to leave you. You start having drama with a man, every man needs to get that lesson. Every man. Well, uh, agree. I, I agree with you, sir. I, I think it, it is. We can't put blame on any female. I think every man first should know who the hell he is because if exactly. he don't have respect for himself, he don't have no confidence in himself. How could he expect anybody else to follow his lead anyway? You know, and it's not a point. A lot, a lot of women say, "Well, why should we follow your lead?" Well, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want to do. But a man should be confident enough in his own ability and who he is to stand on his own regardless. And and that's the way to command respect. Absolutely, gentlemen, absolutely. And I think and we got somebody else may want to join us real quick, Tony, so let me let them in and oh, see what they got. Absolutely, let them in. And we want to make sure we put it in there for anybody choosing to join us. Today is a fully charged, testosterone-driven show. Hello, who we have? We got a new guest here. Come on. Happy Father's Day. It's TNA. I just want to send a special shout-out to you, Diddy, because you've been more than a mentor in my life. You've been like a father figure. So I just wanted to show you that I love you on the air. And happy Father's Day. You oh, thank you. Time. That is so special, boy. Godly, that just knocked me on the floor. And before you guys say, I did not pay her to come on here and say that. <laughs> that was just straight. That was just straight love right there. Uh huh. I haven't started yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's that's sounds like a heavy conscience to me, brother. But. Tony, no. uh, okay, uh, you know, I just want to find out about this mentorship. <laughs> and um, and so, so I, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, but I don't know if you have any children, but happy Father's Day to you and family. Thank you. Well, um, yeah, I was thinking about you. No, he did not pay me to do this, but he has been a mentor, and a lot of men take notes of you. So you two have met. Yes, oh, I am. Okay. I, I was his assistant, but I'm his assistant. I'm sorry, oh. but I'm more so like his niece. Oh, okay. So, you know, very, very close. Oh, all right. Yeah. That, all right. And that answers my question. Then you're for real. You're not somebody who just came on here and said, well, you know, you've listened to the show a few times and um, you like Jay Diddy. Oh, okay, cool. Absolutely not. Now, but before I, uh, you know, get off the phone, I just wanted to wish all the happy Father's Day. Tonight I am having a personal G-string party, and there will be plenty of women here, and I will make sure that they do the most naughty things just for you, KD, because I know what you like, and I will send you a videotape after, of course, after I videotape it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good mentoring there, Diddy. <laughs> you taught me well. So you sure did. I'll change my occupation. Oh, you changed it. <laughs> so what are you going to do with that Ph.D. research that you've done? I'm going to change my occupation. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, I'm going to take your company. Thank you, Pretty Tony, for allowing me to speak. And you guys enjoy the rest of your show. 
Joe, please go easy on the young women. And Stanley, if you're single, I need to meet you. But anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Well, you hate to meet them. This is supposed to be Father's Day. That's what you, you're going you're gonna to say that. Man, right? the, the gifts are abounding today. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, um, Kay Diddy. Yes, sir. Let's uh, take a quick little musical break right here. Um, I, I, I got one all. I got one all queued up. Let it roll. We'll be right back. My mama once said, "Take your time, young man." I heard my mama say, don't you rush to get old. My mama once said, live your life, live your life. It's your boy, no digs, man. Shot has best. Champagne wishes, caviar dreams 
Jones. Head with laser mask, bitches just handed out to the kings. I'ma say not to play with them bad boys. I'ma say not to hang with them gangsters. Especially bad boys who like fun play. Especially gangsters who love money. I'ma say not to hang with them bad boys. I'ma say not to play with them gangsters. Especially bad boys who like fun play. Especially gangsters who love money. I'ma say not to play with them bad boys. I'ma say not to hang with them gangsters. Especially bad boys who like fun play. Especially gangsters who love money. I'ma say not to hang with them bad boys. I'ma say not to play with them gangsters. Especially bad boys who like fun play. Especially gangsters who love money. I'ma say not to play with them bad boys. I'ma say not to hang with them gangsters. Especially bad boys who like fun play. Especially gangsters who love money. I'ma say not to hang with them bad boys. I'ma say not to play with them gangsters. Especially bad boys who like fun play. Especially gangsters who love money. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Go ahead, KDD. I apologize for cutting you off, my esteemed colleague. Go ahead, son. No, I was just saying, we're back. Can I play a play? Live in effect with your boy, K. Dizzley. Licks of love and pretty Tony in the building. And my man, as usual, always in the back seat. You know what I mean? He's just as paranoid as we are. My man, Joe from Montana. Yeah. Who did that in the back seat talking about fight the powers that be? You know? <laughs> yeah, we only got Diddy. Do we call uh, back in ten minutes? I see thirty-nine minutes and fifty-six, fifty-nine seconds. Oh, you do? Okay. That's what I see. What do you see? Well, it says an hour and ten minutes remaining, but that means ten minutes according to the servers on um, Block Talk Radio. So I'll have to refresh hey. again. I guess maybe. Yeah. Since you did uh, the adjustments. Maybe I'll see what you what you're saying. Yeah, now, I've got you know, nine minutes remaining. And uh, I lost my little show notes because you know every week I like to bring y'all little tidbits of information, things that come across my little radar that I pick up on that I think I need to put out there oh. to the world, especially today. We're a fully charged testosterone-driven show, and when we come on here. It's really for the brothers and sisters. I don't have no problem with y'all. Love you. Y'all can come. Y'all know we let y'all represent, and y'all cuss us out and take y'all point of view. And, you know, sometimes we get into heated arguments, but that's life. Ain't nothing wrong with a good spirited debate. But the show... You know, and hit and run. Hmm. <laughs> you know, hmm. we, 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 we talk about things on here, we, and today we're, we're trying to put the fathers and the, the men who play the role of the fathers on Front Street, and that means I got to ride on the sisters a little bit today, and I got to ride. I'm gonna ride on the fellas a little bit more in a moment because I touched on it earlier about some of you women and the bad choices you make. You know, I know from personal a personal story from a very dear friend of mine. She told me a story about her mother being angry at their father and giving her brother another man's name 
just to spite the father. And this man passed away with his son bearing another man's name. All because of, you're angry at me? That's some sick shit to be playing. These games we play with each other, these emotional, childish, immature, evil games that we play with each other, man. Control, possession. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or sort of like a father who you know damn well this is your child. But because you have issues with the mother, you stand in front of this child and deny the child's very existence. And then you got to get dragged into court and DNA documents show that you're the father, which you already knew all along it was your child. But we play these games with each other, and the children bear the scars of these games. It's not worth it. Don't choose to pass the demons on, ladies and gentlemen. Break the vicious ass cycle. Fellas, if your daddy wasn't shit, that don't mean you got to be a no-shit brother. You can break the cycle. You can be the one who be like, nah, I'm going to step away from that, and I'm going to try to be a better man than he ever could be. The advice that I give all the brothers out there who are normal brokenhearted because they have abandonment issues. I'm not some cat speaking to you out of some theoretic book. I was born with abandonment issues. I've made a lot of mistakes out of resentment for my biological sperm donor father. What has helped me heal as a man is that I don't see him as anybody to me. How can I hate that which I do not know? That's sort of like hating a figment of my imagination. But nobody teaches us this game. So the playerology, the leader of the playerology movement, I'm giving you game. I'm giving you what healed my soul. Think about it for a moment. Somebody that you have never met, never spoken to, is a figment of your imagination. So that's sort of like you hating Donald Duck. That's sort of like you hating Mickey Mouse. And that's how you got to envision it in your head. This is a clown. Ronald the McDonald, to me, that's who my firm donor is. So I don't hate him. I have nothing for him. And that is what has helped me become a better man by leaving it as a figment of my imagination. Now, when we're younger, it hurts when our fathers are not around. But as we get older, I have met 50-year-old men still got issues with their daddy that died 20 years ago. How the hell you going to let a ghost that you never knew haunt you? And especially, especially 50 years, he should have had enough life experiences of his own to know there's a multitude of reasons. Well, some people become enlightened. A lot of people don't. And they don't have people to really show them the right path. So when they grow up and they have the life experiences, Sometimes they don't deal with them too well. I think I think all kids need um, an uncle, a father, a mother, aunt, somebody in their life to whom they can go to when life gets rough. If they don't have that type of um, father figurehead, mentor, hmm, it's a good question. 
what's going to happen to these young men, young women who have rotten, rotten childhoods? And here's another point that I want to make. If you have had a rotten life, if you have had a life that's been full of dysfunction and self-destructiveness on your mother's and father's example, drugs, alcoholism, abuses you. There are other people out there just like you. You're not alone who found a way to make it, who found another example to build themselves around. Don't stand proudly on dysfunction. And a lot of times you don't even realize, like K. Diddy, let me give him his props, his father's day. K. Diddy going to say, how the hell you know you're dysfunctional if you were born into it? And it's truth. It's your way of life. But that does not make it right. You can't limit the scope of your life based upon the fact that all you've known was dysfunction. Trust me, even if you're dysfunctional, at some point when you see something, like I was watching this ESPN documentary the other day about the Fab Five, and I heard Jalen Rose pass a comment as to the reason that he hated Grant Hill. And I was waiting for him to say I was just tired of Duke being the team. No, he hated Grand Hill because Grand Hill had a mother and a father and grew up in a functional house, and he grew up in dysfunction. And he said until he identified that, he could not. It turned him around when he identified. Mm-hmm. What happened to Tony? Now I'm Tony. Did he? Yeah, I hear him. Okay, Hello? Tony's not here, right? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now we can hear you, Tony. Okay. I was saying, I hope I'm coming through clearly because I want to put this message out there because yeah. I want to ensure that this program, despite the fun we have on here, I like it to be a beacon of light. Because sometimes we need a measure of light to bring some vision to the darkness that we're in. I beg of you, look at yourself honestly in the mirror. Don't approach 40 years old and 30 years old and 50 years old. Each one of us gentlemen on this show, I'm sure, have met women, grown-ass women, who have just never grown up. And even in our immature days, and as we have matured, because I like to think of us as learned gentlemen, distinguished gentlemen on this show, when we choose to be, and strip club researchers on other occasions. But that's a topic for another show, you know. Dysfunction is not something to be proud of. Dysfunction is not something you want to give to your kids. That's not something we want to give to our kids. And even if nobody gave us a handbook, you get. I think we have to put something in place, Tony, that we have to come up with a system or a plan or a program to help people identify dysfunctionalism 
because like we said, a lot of people don't know that they're in a dysfunctional environment until something happens or they meet somebody and that light turns on. You know what I mean? We got to come up with some way, uh, some way to to um, um, speed that whole process up, because there's too many people out here that don't realize what they don't know. I mean, they're still in denial. They're still stuck, you know. And and change can't even begin to happen, man, until they identify that. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. But to come back to what you're saying, a dysfunctional relationship, it's very easy. We, we got to go back to the basics. And, and for me, and I tell every woman that I meet, I always ask them the same question. Stanley, I, let, me, let me ask you a question, Stanley. Somebody, somebody said, uh, it's like somebody asking you, do you understand an ignorant person? And my, my comment, my statement to that is, I can't understand an ignorant person because I've never been ignorant. You know, so we're still going back. We're saying basically the same thing. You know, we're we're still in charge. But if the man don't know who he is and what he is, he's never going to assume control of nothing. He's never going to be responsible for nothing. He has to first identify who he is. That's that, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's number one. You have, you have to identify to who you are. Yeah, of course. You, you have to love yourself and identify what you are and what you want. But also, you gotta go with the, you gotta go to the basic of any relationship. And I ask the women the same thing, and I ask every people, what are the three basic things that you need in any relationship to make it work? Just to start making it work: honesty, trust, and respect. If you do not have those three things, you do not have a relationship. If you cannot be honest with your woman, and she can't be honest with you, you do not have a relationship. If you do not have respect between each other, you do not have a relationship. Those are the reasons that you will leave. You will not give a chance to somebody who doesn't, who's not honest with you, who's not respectful of you, and you cannot trust. Man, you're just telling me that 60% of the relationships in this country is not honest because the average dude or woman, I'm honest with each other because half of them come home every day. And the woman say, well, how you doing? How you feel today? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Dude be sick as a dog. But exactly. he just said he was all right. Exactly. Exactly. He just lied. about having a partner that you could say, you know what? I'm not all right. You know what? I didn't like what you did last time. Or you know what? You, you're starting to gain weight. I'm not as attracted to you as like I used to. <laughs> now, Stanley, now you know keeping it real is not really how people do it. <laughs> Yeah, but, but that's got to change, though. People should. Why? Yeah, why, why? they should. Honestly, yeah, they honestly. Should. They should. They should not sugarcoat it. This is your partner. Why is keeping it real wrong? Since when keeping it real is wrong, people? Because when, when, when you walk in the kitchen and tell your woman she getting fat, she can't half-ass get through that dough, then you got to watch what you got to eat in a few minutes. No, if you're letting her go, and if you're letting her gain the weight, do not be surprised that she comes back to you and say, oh, I don't understand how come that guy cheated. How come my husband cheated? Well, it's because you're, you were never honest with yourself. You let yourself go physically. You don't bring the sex like you used to. You're starting to nag your husband, but you don't want to be honest. And then you're surprised the consequence that your man cheated. Really? You're right. 
And then again, uh, there's another thing too, where um, you come, you go through the door. You don't want to tell your woman that you know you got a bad day because if you start acting uh, like a woman does, start complaining every day the way they do, they're going to say bye bye. I think one of the major fears that men have is to actually open up and be vulnerable because they know that all they have to do is be vulnerable just a few times, be weak just a few times, just so, appear to be so stupid Joe, a few times. So, Joe, at that point, when, mm-hmm. you, when you're not keeping, when you're not being vocal about your feelings, are you being dishonest to her or are you being dishonest to yourself? You're just being dishonest to yourself. Yeah. Because you're not respecting yourself. You're not loving yourself. You're saying basically that I'd rather have the, 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 the approval of a woman than to have the approval of myself. Mm-hmm. She's got to learn to be a woman. Exactly. Not just a female. She has to accommodate rational thought. If we have to be the providers, protectors, which I refuse to be, all right? If they want protection, they can just dial the fucking 911 on their cell phone. I'm not dripping off any blood for, for somebody who's not my wife. So they have to learn rational thought. And and that kind of that, that movement is um, is being undertaken. And there are women who are who are joining that. Because men are beginning to wake up, but they're not waking up and taking action. We yeah. have to learn to tell these women, let these women know, you know what, I like you, you're sexy, all of that. But you're not fucking me out of a mercy fuck. You want what I have to offer, too. Look, you have had lousy relationships in the past. With me, you can have a good one. But you've yeah. got to change just like I've got to change. Yeah. Okay. And, and you gotta stop saying that. Oh my God, all men are dogs because you, like you say, you got hurt. All men got hurt. But as men, it is our duty as men to get over it. The same thing with a woman. If a woman cannot get over any relationship because she got hurt, she needs to get over that fact. You got hurt. I'm sorry you did. What are you gonna do about it? Are you gonna blame all men for you got you got hurt, or are you gonna get over it and say, you know what? I went out with a loser. It was my mistake. The hard part is to convince these women to actually give up what they consider to be power within a relationship, which is their sense of entitlement and their lack of responsibility. If something goes wrong, they can always point the finger at a man. But if they accept real responsibility, they'll learn that their man will support them. And they'll grow. And they'll be better women. The day that the women start taking responsibility for the choice she does... Trust me, a lot of more guys would be like, a lot of guys would marry those women. The day that the woman stopped being selfish and said, you know what, I was wrong. And coming to his man, you know what, the last time I yelled at you or acted weird or nag at you, it, I was wrong. I had no right to do that. You know how many guys are going to call their friends and say, you know what, my wife told me or my girlfriend said that she was wrong. Get out of here. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because women and apologies, they don't mix. They're they're miles apart. <laughs> you say they hate to apologize. <laughs> well, I can't be too mad about that. I hate to apologize too, but I hate to be wrong. So I try real hard in the beginning not to be wrong. Try not to speak on subjects that I don't really know nothing about. Because if I am wrong, I am man enough to apologize. But I do hate to be wrong, though, Joe. Yeah, no. the, yes, man. 
We we all do, but but the question is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Ah. All the women I say, do you want to be right in your relationship or do you want to be happy in your relationship? Those are two but, different things. If you want yeah, to be Stanley, right, but what, go but ahead. Stanley, be right that's what that's what's caused a lot of problems in the relationships as it is now. That question, because you ask the average dude, do he want to be right or he don't want to be happy, and the average man would say, I want to be happy. So when he make that comment about being happy. Then sometimes, and a lot of times, more times than not, that's when the compromises and the overcompromising on the male part kicks in. Then he ends up being not happy. Mm-hmm. That's what he has to learn. He has to learn that he can compromise. And she has to learn that she can't try to just bend him over. Women have to take responsibility. Men have to take responsibility. And what is a woman, have, what is a woman giving up by taking responsibility? The man is going to be in her corner. The problem is with women not accepting men as having fallen off the pedestal. See, we can accept women for falling off the pedestal. Yeah, not only that, but if a woman takes responsibility, within that comes growth. You know, if a woman takes responsibility for something, and also that that, uh, uh, creates trust, Mm -hmm. you know, because women say, I did this or I didn't do that then whether she is something that she gets scolded for or reprimanded for or talked to for, however you want to put it, you know, she's warm enough to put it out there and accept that. Then, one, she'll correct that. Two, you'll know that the woman's not a liar. You can trust what she's saying. If you she know? takes it on her own, you're right, but they don't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They take then how many women do we know, okay, can actually, on a long-term basis, take responsibility for their mistakes, for their mishaps. They don't. Well, it's it's a few of them that that do it initially. I, I have to give some of them credit. A lot of them uh, do it initially, but it, it, when it becomes to something in their personality that becomes habitual that they do repeatedly, and you have to repeatedly say something about, then you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but then, yeah, but then they right. Well, then <laughs> the person who who has to be um, reminded over and over again. Well, you know, they they got to learn how to stop doing that bad behavior. Yeah, well, but but as men, to... don't you think? I, I think Joe. Oh, there's another thing we have to as men. We have to know. We have to learn sometimes that we can't change those women. Also, we have to come. You have to know as a man that what you want is what you really want as a partner and sometimes you meet a woman that you find out you know what I cannot accept you the way you are for who you are and everything so there's no point of me having a relationship with you sometimes we have to do that because when you start trying to change the woman to become what you want her to become she will never be the woman that you want right and you know it pretty early on because if you have to have problems with everything or no matter what she do or don't do, you have you take issue with it, you know, and you find yourself constantly complaining about this, about that, more times than you can give credit or have something positive for, you already know that you're in for a bumpy ride. Exactly. That means you're with the wrong partner and you have to, if you love yourself enough, you have to look at yourself and you know what, this woman is... Super hot, she's great and bad, but she's not the woman for me. And that's maturity as a man. And a lot of men don't have that maturity. They'll stay for sex. They'll say, 
hey, she's a hot babe, but she doesn't respect you. She doesn't treat you well. She nags you every day. She puts you down. But hey, Salian, don't get sick with her. Hey, she's still a beautiful babe. I could show her in front of all my friends. Yeah, but she doesn't bring the, the, the good things in you. Mm-hmm. No, she don't compliment you. No. There's no, no potential growth there at all. Nope, and that's the um, that's the pathology of the beautiful woman, the beautiful woman who, um, who is like brain dead, but she can still get a guy because she can always get a guy that's not used to having somebody as beautiful as her around because usually she's out of his league. So the guy that's weak, she will accept. I mean, he will accept um, the brainwashing by her or the uh, the bad personality. Or the excuses, or the Kim Kardashian type. Let's put it like that. <laughs> uh, uh, rich and beautiful, and one who doesn't accept responsibility for her actions. Did you see the uh, the episode where she and her friends were inside? Uh, what's that guy's the, the the basketball player? Uh, Chris, right? The yeah. guy she used to go with. The guy she was married to. Yeah. Anyway, sure. she she brought over this nude yoga guy. Nude. He's teaching her and some of her friends how to do yoga nude. So he comes home, and then he says, you know, you did wrong. And, Chris, and Kardashian is trying to say, Chris, it's not about you, okay? She's trying to make him feel guilty about the fact that, he, that she brought home um, a nude yoga instructor. Now, if he brought home a nude yoga instructor, what do you think she would say? Uh, well, I don't know. I think if she's bold enough to bring that shit into her house like that, then she might not say nothing. Ah, you Because that's, that's kind of like over the top, yeah. That's not something that an average person that would do that hasn't had some type of history or haven't done something close to that before. You know what I'm saying? So for her to do that, obviously she knew or know that she could do it and ain't nothing going to happen. Well, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying, right, that's why she did it. She allowed it in his house because she knew that she could try to, you know, talk him out of it or use the old, well, I'm a woman, you're a man kind of bullshit. But the thing is, she's defending herself in his house, bringing home this uh, this nude guy. But if he, in her house, brought home a nude yoga instructor and she came home, do you think she'd be as calm about it? I don't think so. Uh, I, you know, like I can say it's kind of hard to say because obviously they live in a dysfunctional, their, their own dysfunction. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It may not be over the top of them. That's all I'm saying. Well, possible. For my seat, we can't tell. Mm-hmm. But let's, uh, well, let's take the let's take the ordinary woman then. The ordinary woman wouldn't. Hey, she. I think the ordinary woman would say, "Well, the same thing. I know I did this, but it's not about you, my dear husband to be. It's about a purely innocent environment, and you shouldn't be upset over something." Okay, like that. so this was one male yoga instructor, and all the other people were uh, females. Yeah, and the females they they had their clothes on, but one uh, male instructor, nude. Was instructing, was teaching about a group of four or five how to do yoga exercises. You know, they had their clothes on, but he was nude inside 
Chris, whatever his name's uh, apartment. And she's trying to talk her way out of it, but trying to make uh, her fiance feel guilty about admonishing her on bringing home a nude guy. And you all, you know, we all know. Look, if, uh, if you take a look at a woman, and if you're with your woman, if you take a look, a look at another woman um, who's on the uh, the sidewalk, and you turn your head a little bit, your woman isn't going to like it. So I doubt if Kim Kardashian. You know, maybe you're right, Kitty. I mean, maybe she's so dysfunctional she thinks of stupid situations as being normal. Who knows? Oh, yeah. You know, they they, they skinny dip, and, you know, they bathe nude, and Mm -hmm. they out by the pool nude. That's part of their everyday get-down. So it's not normal uh, to some people, but to others it is. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was my thought. Mm -hmm. Tony, you back? Yes, brother. Can you hear me? Yep. Well, sorry about that, gentlemen. I had a little bit of technical difficulty here. But we still rolling on. How much time we got left, K-Dizzle? Looks like we got approximately 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. We want to make sure we give a big shout-out to World Movement Records and World Movement Publishing, you know, official sponsors of the show. Uh, as we're talking to the brothers today, and we're acknowledging that we are fully charged testosterone-driven show today, and we ain't even took no steroids, but we still rolling. Yeah. I want to make sure I encourage brothers out there to, you know, get one of the books, you know what I mean, the Playology Trilogy. Um, one of the books may not be for you. Some of it may be for you, for you gentlemen out there who who need to step your game up a little bit. There's players step your game up. If you think you're a player, you need to learn the rules, and there's Playology where... I'm just giving you some, some, some guidelines, some rules and regulations, because I don't think as men we communicate with each other enough. A lot of times it's our egos, but you can't tell me nothing. Nobody knows everything. Stop you front, fellas out man. there who... Tell them just stop know. front, Tony. Tell them just stop front. Tell them just stop front ten. Yeah. They, 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 they be front, man. I, they just be front, man. I get so tired... Uh, 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 these people just front. It ain't no disrespect in not knowing something. It's only disrespectful than when you're in denial, man. So we all got a little bit to learn. I encourage fellas out there, if you don't get a copy of the Playology Trilogy, I just encourage you to get a book to help you there. But, you know, a lot of times our egos, like hey, Diddy said, you know, we spend so much time fronting and acting like we know when we really don't know that we end up in these ridiculous situations and these ridiculous relationships and these ridiculous friendships where we don't know boundaries and we don't understand the concept of of, of thinking. Uh, I, I call it mindful thoughtfulness. It's something that I learned from Eastern philosophy. It's about just pausing. If you don't know something, just pause for a moment, gather your thoughts, and if you don't know, step back from it. Don't go jumping into the damn deep end of the pool and your punk ass don't know how to swim because of your ego. Mm-hmm. On some real ish, educate yourself. I encourage my brothers, if you can't read, there are audio books out there now. So ain't nobody got to know you can't read. Buy the audio version of a book and sit down and listen to it. And if, if you, you can sit there, if you, if you can sit there at the bar 
and buy this strange chick a drink. All night long, you can buy a book. You will be better served. She ain't going home with your ass no way. Buy <laughs> 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 a book. And quit talking about, quit talking about you, our fans, you, our people, you, our listeners, and you support us, but you won't buy a book, but you'll sit up here and buy this strange chick with a weave hat on all, drinks all night long, smoking cigarettes with bad breath. You'll buy her drinks all night long, but you won't get a book from us that's going to open up your eardrums and your eyes and your brain. I don't understand it. Uh, but but you forgot the, the complete the story. When, when you finish buying the drink and the drink for friends also, then she comes with a little pet in front of you, and then she said, bye-bye, thank you for the great life, and then you're done. It <laughs> was so nice, nice meeting you. Exactly. And then you look frustrated, mad, and then you start calling women all those names. And I'll be be saying, hey, bro, why don't you get a copy of this book right here? Who is she? What is she? I ain't got no money, man. What's wrong with you, man? Hey, I'm going to tell you something, gentlemen. Don't be broke, busted, and disgusted. It's all about that. You can't be broke, busted, and disgusted. You know what I mean? you got to sharpen yourself up. And I'm once again, since it's Father's Day, I'm making sure I give Kate Dizzle his credit. He taught me a statement that I've never told him how much, how profound I have found this statement to be, but I'm acknowledging it on international earwaves today. Kate Dizzle once looked at me and said, metal sharpens metal and men sharpens men. And ever since he told me that, he doesn't know the impact that that statement adds. Um, meant to me because that's something and once again as we're talking about Father's Day and the father figures and the uncles and and those that are ahead of us it is true gentlemen men sharpen men and as brothers we need to communicate much more with each other to lead us out of this wilderness that I'm not going to say who has put us in this wilderness because opinions vary and how we have gotten to this point but we are most assuredly now in the wilderness, gentlemen, and we need to come out of the wilderness with this bullshit. We have got to sharpen ourselves up. Too many of us are ignorant when it comes to women, and at the heart of every man, every testosterone, ego-driven man, pussies at the center of it. Trust me, I don't feel you mature. And you need you put it in its correct place. While that ego and that testosterone is driving you, P U S S Y is in the middle of it. You stick your chest out a bit more when it comes around. You want to show off a little bit. Some of the dumb stuff that comes out of our mouth just blows my mind. And Joby sucking in his stomach and shit. Now, those days are long gone, because I'm not in my 20s anymore. Uh-uh. They can see my physique you know, just the way it is. And, and I'm not going to put my brothers uh, out there, but some of you gentlemen, I've seen men try to spray him on to infect women. Now this black shit dripping down on the back of your neck, and you really think it looks like here. Come yeah. on. Yeah. 
Hey, how do you know the damn shirt? You're not as young as you used to be. You're forty something years old, up mm-hmm. in the night club trying to talk the slang of the twenty year old, and they're looking at you like pops. You need to go on home. <laughs> So, you know, I, I, we are, and like I always say about can a player play, we are equal opportunity offenders. So, you, you know, can a female say, oh, it's just some bit-ass brothers on the show? No, we ride everybody, and if you don't deserve no credit, you damn sure ain't getting it from us. <laughs> so we ride the fellas just as hard as we ride the women. <laughs> you know your ass. What the hell is, you know what I mean, that you spraying on here? Ain't no such friggin' thing as spray on here, homie. But I ain't mad at the brother because he wanted a taco, but he didn't want it to be gray hair all on it. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Get, get it together, fellas. Come out of the blasted wilderness. Sugar daddy, know your damn position and play it. Or some real ish. If you got a 24-year-old woman giving you coochie and you 55, she don't love you, dog. We're giving you some real shit here. At least you're better off than most 55 years old mm. that can't tell the last time you got some 24-year-old coaches. Mm. Boy, you so just sugar daddy, stay in your lane. Hey, you just don't stay give Viagra and Viena. No, no, you don't give Viagra and Viena sausage no credit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need to tell it. <laughs> you say 25, she don't love you, dog. No, that's it. <laughs> Damn, Damn Joe. You talk about itch. denial. <laughs> Appreciate the fact that she's giving you some coochie and some time and play your position, sugar daddy. Junebug, get your ass off the damn couch, Junebug, and stop only calling your baby mama because you know she got a decent man now and you just calling that house to start shit. What about my kids? You ain't sent your kids five dollars in five years, homie. <laughs> and stop riding by the house every day. Stop riding by the house every day trying to stir stuff up because you had something good and you didn't know what to do with it. I'm giving y'all real game right here. Even though we laugh, this is real life shit I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If you've never been taught how to appreciate and love a woman, I suggest you start learning. Because a real you're going woman. to lose something good. A real woman. Real. I don't give, and I'm going to tell you something. Here goes some more game for a lot of you square-ass brothers out there. You don't give no woman those stripes if she ain't earned it. So if you, you come in the gate, I wrote this in Playology, if you come through the gate as a sucker, a sucker is how you're going to get treated. You come through the gate whining and dining, red lobster and wolf gang pucking. That's what she expects from you. Knowing damn well you saved up your two-week checks to pay for that meal. Mm. You should have told her that all you can afford was Denny's, and if you take her to work getting fucked, it's only for special occasions. Now I done had a flat tire, and I done put on my yep. little old donut spare, and I got to drive my car now. I just a little spare donut on because I can't go get a tire because I spent it all on you. Mm. Well, and... Junebug over there beating up the coochie because you he she brought a doggy bag home. Know your damn role, fellas. No, she brought hey, look, she brought a whole role. extra hey look, she brought a whole extra dinner home in that doggy bag for that other child that you ain't seen yet. 
for the other guy that she, she's gonna bring it when, when, when she drop her, and then she calls that real boy and says, "Yeah, I'm home. I got the dinner for you." Just yeah, yeah. I got you dinner. You go. I got, I got the dinner. <laughs> I can't, and, 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 and look, and we having some lobsters, and we having some crabs, and, and, and some horse dogs. Sure did. I got some dinner for you, too. This is real life game I'm no, giving you, life. dog. <laughs> she, she's the same this is woman real life thing. She's the same woman that when you're you're eating with her, suddenly the cell goes on and she's like, "Excuse me, can I go bathroom?" She's calling the other guy, saying, "What do you want?" Huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? I gotta take this. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all is crazy today, but Tony, we down to the last minute of the show. Oh man. I hope you learned something from us today, whoever listens to us in the archives, whether you listen to us online, on your smartphone, because like I said, every week y'all blow me away with the amount of y'all that's downloading this show. So I hope us brothers on here are actually you're learning something. Because they, and I want to make sure I put inside it, ain't nobody on this show perfect. We've all been through some things, and we're trying to share our experiences and the knowledge that we've gained with our brothers in hopes that players, you do step your game up. Mm-hmm. We're down. We go. We out of here. Join us next week, two thirty p.m. Absolutely. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, all right. For whatever reason, reason you refuse to feel this space we're in, to know it's in fact, really know it. Whatever your particular anesthetic is that you hold on to so desperately. The thing I mean that makes you think you know who you are.